The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hello, this is Chris Cooper, and I'm delighted to be back on air again with a very special show today with a guest, Terry Brock. What we're actually doing today is that um, we are talking uh, live. Uh, I'm talking with Terry. He's based in Orlando, Florida. I'm in the United Kingdom. And what Terry's doing, he's pushing the boundaries of technology today. And he's actually going to uh, record uh, this interview so we can actually see it. So people will be able to gain access to this uh, in a week or two's time um, and uh, be able to actually see us. And that will enable Terry to do some demonstration um, it'll also uh, enable you to actually see us and probably hear some of the banter during the breaks and, and maybe find out some additional, additional nuggets and gems from, from Terry. So, relationship marketing. Well, I don't know about yourself, uh, and you may experience this, but when you're marketing and using things like social media, you know, I find it very challenging in terms of um, using it efficiently, effectively, and also authentically. Um, I don't know about yourself, but I could actually spend my whole week doing social media things, Twittering and Facebooking and, uh, uh, and linking in and sending newsletters and actually not do any work. So I thought this was a really, really important subject. So I wanted a real world expert on this to talk with us. Uh, and I found the man. Um, I saw Terry Brock speaking at a conference uh, back in October of last year. And he spoke on two days of the three, actually. And for me, it was the highlight of the event. And I came away having listened to Terry with some really good ideas that I've, I've implemented some of those into my business. Uh, they were the, the golden nuggets for me from that, those three days. Now, Terry is a speaker. Um, he's also a marketing expert. He's been a journalist since 1995. He's advised companies since 1983, and I mean top companies, companies that are at the forefront of technology go to Terry for guidance. He's uh, the editor-in-chief of uh, AT&T's blog. He works with Microsoft. He's worked with Skype. He's worked with many different organizations. But the thing that he does, I think, which is quite special, is he's talking about um, marketing, but also technology, which sometimes is a little bit geeky. Um, but he's not introverted. He's very, um, he's very engaging. He's extroverted. He brings a lot of humor as well, which I think really helps it hit home. So today we're going to talk about um, relationship marketing. I know he calls it our commerce. So I'd just like to welcome to the show Terry Brock. Chris, thank you very much. Great to be with you today. 
You're welcome. Absolute pleasure to have you, Terry, and to be doing uh, something which I think is so, so unique uh, with this uh, video experience. So excited to see how this works out. So, so welcome. I think what we should start with, Terry, is maybe you could share with us from your perspective, you know, what is relationship marketing and you know, how can it help your business? And I know for you as well, you're also concerned about how it can help people with their lives. So maybe we could start there. Oh, yeah. Well, relationship marketing is what business has been about from the beginning. It's a matter of not just doing a transaction. There's a piece of that and a place for that in business. But relationships are really what drives long-term business and profitable business. It means that people are working together for their mutual benefit. It's value for value. You don't just look at someone as a transaction, but more of a, a partner, someone that you're working with to achieve some mutually beneficial goals. I like to call it, uh, say, when I say in my book, it's not about the e-commerce and all the electronics. It's really about our commerce, relationships, building those relationships and where you can look at uh, the opportunities that are there for both of you. You are able to establish those relationships, then build them. And then here's the key, Chris, maintaining those relationships and making sure that you stay in touch with people. And the only way you really do that is to continue to meet their needs. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing of the free market system that as you meet the needs of others, you will be able to stay in business. If you don't, then the free market has a way of saying, adios, you're out of here. We don't need you around anymore if you're not meeting the needs of others. So I think that's really what relationship marketing is all about. It's helping others and making sure you have value for value, mutually beneficial relationships. Excellent. So, so from your perspective and your work then, is that broader than just doing it online? Oh, oh, yeah. I think the online is just really an extension of us as people. And I think right now we're seeing a beautiful time in history where it's really a blend. Think back, oh, maybe a few thousand years ago in the bazaars, the Middle East, people were dealing with each other. They had relationship market. They had our commerce. They knew each other. They, they liked if you had a good price on the rug, I might buy the rug from you. If it's not, hey, we haggle a little bit. We talk, and if I don't think you're good or uh, we had a bad experience before, we might say, I'm not going to deal with that guy. He did such and such. Well, we're taking that now into the online world. And I think that we're going to uh, very soon say, well, it really doesn't matter. And uh, how you deal with someone, whether it's offline or online, or as we like to say, IRL, in real life. In real life, dealing with someone and uh, interfacing with them. When you're doing it online, it's just that now online makes it so that we're connected globally. I mean, think about it. You're in the UK right now. I'm over here in Orlando, Florida, in the United States. The, uh, we're getting the wonderful engineering expertise from folks out in Phoenix. And here, it really doesn't matter. It's like we were all in the same room. And the beautiful thing is we're using Skype right now. And Chris, I want you to know, I'm going to go ahead and pay for this Skype call myself. How's that? <laughs> Since it doesn't cost anything. <laughs> <laughs> Very generous of you. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I, th I thought I'd throw that in there just for you because you're such a nice guy. But, uh, but the thing is here, we're able to do this and we're able to get the video. Like right now, those of us that are uh, listening and watching this on video will be able to see what's going on. You, if you're listening to this right now, listener, as a, uh, on the audio side, you're going, wow, that's nice. Well, we'll have the video available for you. We're recording it right now. It's not available live video, not yet, but we're doing that, we're recording it so you can have it. And what we want you to do as listeners 
is to think, oh, gee, okay, if this is possible, what can we do in business, in our situation, where we could tap into the brain power of two, three, four people that are scattered in different places geographically and be able to bring even more value to customers? to clients. So as we go through this and we talk about it, as you're listening to this program here on Voice America, think about how you could take this technology and with a little bit of a twist, use it in what you're doing already. Absolutely. I guess it's, yeah, it's about all the time with, uh, with technological change where we're able to keep pushing the boundaries, aren't we, because of the speed of it. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't and I think the nice thing about that, too, is that we keep pushing the boundaries, and sometimes we've got to take risk. A lot of times people don't want to do that. Oh, we're only going to operate when it's safe. We don't want anything risky, as if risky were a bad word. No, risk with right, uh, within the right parameters, wise, calculated risks are important. Are we going to always win? No. Sometimes it'll fall down. You know, you and I know, Chris, I'll, if you don't mind me sharing this with the folks, we've tried this, we tested it before so that we could make sure, hey, everything's working just right. And we actually had one little glitch where it fell off, but no problem. What do you do if you fall off the horse? You get right back on. That's the key, and that's what we have to do, and that's the mindset we have to take with technology. Absolutely, yeah. I actually had a guest last week on the show who's uh, partly a magician, and after my introduction, he disappeared. He wasn't there at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good magic act. <laughs> it was brilliant, but I, I just think it's amazing, Terry, when, you know, I don't know what it was like for you as a child, but when I was a child, or, or young, even making an international phone call was a big thing, and now, you know, look where we are. Oh, yeah. Think about the amazing part of it. I mean, just to make a call in the United States where I grew up, uh, we'd make a call and it was like long distance. Everyone snaps to attention. Ooh, ooh, better take this one. It's long distance. Now, long distance is really not a big deal. Long distance, we might consider a call to Mars, literally Mars and the Mars Explorer that's rolling around on the planet Mars. But uh, to make a call to the UK, not that big a deal. And when we're using Skype and using Skype video, I mean, right now, Chris, you're coming through brilliantly. Your video looks good. We can see you. You're, you're, we're able to hear you. How's my video coming through for you? Yeah, no, you're look, looking great. Looking great. And so I see the application to this, again, for our listeners right now here on Voice America. There's a lot of opportunities where you can tap into experts that can bring a lot of good to your target market. If uh, you're uh, in, uh, say, uh, chiropractic, maybe you're a chiropractor, you could talk to others who have done certain adjustments. If you're looking at gardening, you might find experts on particular areas of gardening or whatever it is. Use your imagination. These are the kind of things that can really help you turbocharge your business and take it far beyond what you even dreamed possible just a little while ago. And a beautiful thing about it, again, it's free. So I think, it's Chris, is free in the budget for you? Ah, free sounds good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's um, let's move on to social media because it really is you know, a buzzword these days. It's you know everybody is talking about social media. What to you is social media, and how what's the and how is it important when it comes to relationship marketing? I see social media as just really a natural outgrowth of relationship marketing. It's the key word there is social. It's social media, people connecting as people. I just got off the phone talking with one of our authors. As you mentioned, I'm, with, uh, the, I'm the editor-in-chief now for AT&T's blog. They have a very large business blog, networking exchange blog. They asked me to come in and be editor-in-chief of this. And uh, just before our call, I was talking to a person who's in charge of the SEO, that search engine optimization and search engine marketing, and how all of that fits together. It is critical today that customers are able to connect with the company. 
And that's one thing AT&T is doing. Lots of companies doing it. She was telling me a way right now, for instance, on Facebook, you can go on Facebook to the page that Pizza Hut has and order your pizza through Facebook. You can connect with people that way. If you have a, a bad experience, you immediately can get in touch with them. Here in the United States, we have uh, like Delta Airlines. I fly Delta a lot, and I know that British Airways, others are doing the same thing. Whereas instead of contacting a very large company, you get to know an actual person. So that if you have a problem, they're on it. They've got people dedicated to taking care of that. And really what is happening is corporations realize they have to change. They can't be this large behemoth of a corporation that is nameless that we kind of tend to go, eh, I don't care for. Rather, it needs to transform itself into real human beings, which they are at their core anyway. Real human beings where you can talk and you can say, I had a problem with this flight or I had a problem with my widget. Can you help me on that? And a real person says, oh, really? Well, Terry, let's see what we can do about that. Oh, yeah, here it is in our records. You've got a red widget. You bought it on such and such day. We can send you a new one overnight. Or if you prefer a blue widget, we have one of those too. Which one would you like? And they're helping me as real human beings. Social media becomes a real critical way to stay in touch with people, a way to do it rapidly through tools like Twitter or get a little more in-depth with video, with the audio and with a little more text using Facebook and then with a strong business slant using LinkedIn. That gives us the ability to connect with the people for real serious business applications and let's not forget the number two search engine in the world is not Yahoo. Number one of course is Google, number two, YouTube. And YouTube is now stronger than ever. We're getting somewhere around 48 hours of video every second uploaded to YouTube. Wow. It is huge. By the end of this year, 2012, as we're recording this, 50% of the traffic on the net will be video. It is huge. And for listeners that are in business, you're looking at this and you're wondering, uh, is there an opportunity? Yeah, there is. And to use video for business, something I'm talking about regularly in my programs, in my coaching program, and I'm showing how to do it, I would encourage them strongly to get into video and look at what's possible with that. Wow, that's really, really good advice. I, I, know, I know also you, you describe social media as being like the new cold calling. Yeah. Um, so should we stop cold calling people on the phone? I mean, what's a... I think so. Actually, that's from a book called Social Boom by my buddy uh, Jeffrey Gittimer. And he is uh, very well known in sales, does a lot with that. And he says that social media is the new cold calling. Because when you think about it, Chris, right now, we've got an advantage over salespeople that did years before. Years ago, you'd go out and you'd call on someone, you sit down and say, well, tell me a little bit about your company and what your company does. That was a good question to ask if you're in the 1960s, 1950s, etc., because it showed, hey, you're interested. You ask that question today, they have a right to throw you out of the office, meaning that you're completely out of sync. You should have already done that online. You should go into their website, of course. If you're going to go to an ABC company and you're making a sales call, go online. Find out what they're doing and then go deeper than that. Find out who it is you're talking to. Find out who it is that are important people at that company and look at their LinkedIn profile. Look at what's available for them on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, all of these areas in social media. Go on YouTube and do a name search on their name. You've got to do your homework today. And so that's how we do the cold calling. If you go out and just say, hi, I'm in the neighborhood. I'm selling vacuum cleaners. You want to buy one? They should slam the door in your face today because you need to do your homework and find out about those people. And the way to do it, 
social media. And I, and I guess uh, also that those people, if they're looking for you and your services, they're going to be doing the same thing. So I guess the key is that you make sure that you've got a good LinkedIn profile. Oh, yeah. You make sure you've got a good Facebook presence. Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head. You want to make sure you have a good profile. Go in there and tweak it. Get people uh, to, to go out and do some searches on Google. Remember Google? They used to be around. Yeah, go out on Google, look around there and say, what makes a good LinkedIn profile? LinkedIn profile, Facebook profile. Do searches like that and you'll see a lot of information that will come back and read what's there and then build that into your own. Make sure it's there. And then, by the way, here's another one. It's very important. I'm seeing this now. When I was with Skype just, uh, last year, I was the chief enterprise blogger for Skype. And I looked at the kind of things we were doing, what we were doing there. And now with AT&T, we're doing that as well. Behind the scenes, what they're looking at is they want to find out what your clout score is. Wow. That's K-L-O-U-T. They're sitting down and evaluating, do we want to work with this vendor? Do we want to work with this speaker? What is their clout score? Fantastic. Well, let's find out a little bit more about that after the commercial break. Sounds good. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you lead a team of any kind, you need to listen to this show. Tune in to Leading with Emotional Intelligence, hosted by Esther Orioli. Esther provides you with the tools and techniques you need to harness the power of EQ to stop setting goals and start changing behaviors in your organization. Get the latest concepts in EQ from a top-of-the-house perspective and have your questions answered on air. Leading with Emotional Intelligence is broadcast live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, it's uh, Chris Cooper here again at bemoreachievemore.com with uh, my guest, Terry Brock. And uh, in the interval, we were talking about clout score. Um, for those people who listen back um, on the, and watch the video, you'll find out uh, a little bit more about clout. Um, so uh, I would suggest that you come and listen to the video. But just in a nutshell, 
Um, do you want to just, for those people who are listening in, just quickly articulate Cloud um, for them? Yeah, Cloud is a service that is available. It's spelled K-L-O-U-T at clout.com. And Cloud gives the ability to more objectively rate the amount of influence that a given person has over their area. So, for instance, let's suppose you're uh, an expert in nuclear physics. They will then compare you to others that are in nuclear physics and what kind of influence you have over others. And it's a more objective way to look at it. You're rated on a scale of 0 to 100, 100 being the highest. And I think only one person in the world has uh, hit 100, and that is Justin Bieber. So uh, you'll be right up there with Justin Bieber if you get that 100 because so many uh, uh, young ladies, I think, are uh, uh, using Twitter and talking about him. So the idea is you want to get people talking about you. It's not just what you're saying. It's what others are saying about you and how influential you are when, you do, when you're on there. If you have a clout score of 50, 5-0, 50 or higher, then you're, when I've heard, you're in the upper 5%. And so you want to look at how you're doing, what's going on, and then look at several other people that you know and how they're, uh, they're factoring in. Now, don't get obsessed with clout score, though. That becomes another challenge. Be like a CEO becoming obsessed with stock price at any given day or any given hour. Uh, and so focus on cultivating the relationships, the social media and the marketing, and really building quality relationships. If you focus on that, things like clout score will fall in line. And even more important, the bottom line of making money. Uh, when I went to business school, they told us that was rather important. Mm -hmm. I think they mentioned that in business school over on, uh, in the UK as well. Is that right, Chris? Oh, they do indeed, yes. Yes. <laughs> so ma making the money is important. All those other things are nice. But the fact is many corporations now are looking at should we bring this person in, particularly in personal services. And they're looking at what is the clout score of this particular person. And not that that would be the only measure that they would have. One person might have a, a 20, another one might have a 40. doesn't necessarily mean they're going to bring in the 40 because there will be many other factors there. But it is one means of measurement. It's an objective, quantifiable way to kind of track how you're doing. So what's your, what's your um, view then of people who are – there will be some people listening to this and thinking, crikey, I don't even use Facebook or Twitter um, I, I, maybe I need to do something with my LinkedIn. I've been you're doing a bit of that. Um, you know, what do you think these people are missing out on by not investing the time and the energy? To well, be there? they're missing out on a lot on that, and I sure hope that those people are my competitors, because uh, I don't want my competitors getting out on uh, Twitter, on Facebook. No, no, no. They need to go back to radio and TV. Better yet, get a manual typewriter. Yeah, that's it. For all my competitors out there, buy, get rid of your computers, go back to a manual typewriter, and only use radio. Yes, it's the 1920s. <laughs> no, but if you're using Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, this is the way that things happen. I've written, matter of fact, just this morning, I wrote an article on my blog over at terrybrock.com about how to get three keys to get started with social media, what you need to look at. Realize from a business point of view, this is way beyond just, oh, gee, my cat is sleeping. When I go out and speak uh, to a lot of organizations, to their uh, associations, some of them will say, oh, come on, I'm in business. I don't have time for Twitter. 
And that'd be like saying, well, I'm in business. I don't have time to do radio, television, newspaper, or any other kind of marketing or advertising. Mm. Well, you need to do it. And that's where the world is today. So a good way to get started is to just get an account with Twitter and begin following people. If you get a Twitter account, nothing's going to happen. You're going to sit there and go, okay, what's the big deal? Nothing's going on because you don't have anyone that you're following and no one is following you. That's the term they use in Twitter. What you'll want to do is go Go out and find the people that you respect, that you know, and you'll follow what they are doing on Twitter. For instance, you might have an author, or there might be a television star, or a movie star, or someone that is very important in your field that you particularly admire. See if that person's out on Twitter. Find out what their Twitter handle is. That's like the name you use on Twitter. Find their Twitter handle and then follow them. Over on Facebook, we call it friends. And so you want to friend someone. You want to become friends with people. Think of your real life friends, those that are IRL in real life, your friends, and get to know them. And then get a chance to follow them, see what it's like. Find out about businesses that are there. And then over on LinkedIn, the same type of thing. Now, it can feel overwhelming at first because you're thinking, oh, my goodness, how am I going to do all this? I don't have time for this. I've got work to do. Yeah, that's true. you got work to do. But this is where we're networking today. This is where the world is. If you have to market, in most, and I think all of us do in one way or another, even if you say, well, I'm not in marketing. I'm a scientist. Oh, let's see what happens when you lose your job and you need to get another job. You need to be the one that's networking and connected with other people. And the way we do that today is social media. So get your toe in the water, splash around a little bit, get to know it in a slow way, and then get instruction. There are lots of places on the net where you can go out and get help. Typing in uh, information, going on YouTube and typing in how to use Twitter or how do I use Facebook or how do I make a page in Facebook. Things like that that you would type into YouTube and you'll see a wonderful panoply I love that word, panoply of all kinds of options that are available and training that will help you on that. I think I think you make a really, you know, a really great point um, in terms of well, in terms of the, the importance of going out and doing this thing. And I'm thinking particularly, I meet a lot of executives in organisations who um, don't bother putting a LinkedIn profile, don't bother understanding mm -hmm. Facebook or, or Twitter um, because they're so busy doing their own jobs and then there comes a point in time when they go in the office one day and uh you know 20 percent of the staff have been made redundant and they're one of them and suddenly they then don't have the connections they've got to start to build it up and actually if they'd done it throughout their careers they could have enormous uh uh you know high quality linkedin they could have all of their connections from the past you know opportunities uh could be very forthcoming uh, yeah, absolutely people are very short-sighted in not doing that um, and then, of yep. course, there's the entrepreneur who really needs to be doing it. If, certainly if they're a sole uh, business owner these days. I... Yeah, you're absolutely right, Chris. It's one of those things. It's like the old Arab proverb, dig your well before you're thirsty. Yeah. Don't start networking for your next job when you have been declared redundant. Or as we say in the U.S., as you've been laid off. And a lot of people are getting laid off. Matter of fact, the government over here is even doing some clever things. They don't call it laid off. They just say, oh, well, we're not going to count them. And then they can say, see, we have a lower amount of uh, unemployment. And the actual unemployment right now is somewhere around 10.8%, even though the government is telling us it's only 82 And so they finagle with it. But the key is you want to keep your network alive. Keep people uh, close to you. What was it they said in The Godfather? 
keep your friends close to you and your enemies even closer. <laughs> Social media gives you the ability to keep close to all these folks and see what's happening in their life, what's going on, where they're going, what they're doing. And oh, and by the way, a really good tool. If I can, is all right if I share yeah, some do, kind yeah. of an inside secret for making money. When you're working in the Twitter, let's say you're an entrepreneur. Um, I'll give you an example. I was working with some contractors, engineered contractors that are always looking for business, and they want to know why should I use Twitter. And I said a good way to use it is monitoring what's going on, but doing a search. You can go to search.twitter.com or you can just do it right in Twitter and type in keywords that are going to be important in your field. For instance, in their field, they were doing construction and they were interested in construction projects that would be in a local area. So let's say you're in Chicago. You might put on there something like new construction Chicago or new building downtown Chicago. A whole bunch of words like that that would be relevant in their industry and construction. And then they're going to see tweets that come up that people have talked about. We're building something. Does anyone know any good contractors? Anyone know any good engineers to help for building in Chicago? And so those are the target market. Those are the people you want. If you're a dentist and people are saying, anyone know how to help a, a tooth that's hurting, or a roller, any, a, a molar that's in trouble, or does someone know a good dentist on the south side of town? You want to find those if you're a dentist that's in that town, and you want to be able to respond right back with, I'm a dentist here in town. Matter of fact, one thing you can do is, over my website, there's some help on how to find help and uh, relieve that. Rather than just jumping out and say, yes, we can set up an appointment for you, give them assistance. Give them help, direct them to a website where you might have a video that explains. And then, of course, in the video, it invites people to come into your office. So Twitter is a great tool for listening and finding out what's going on in the marketplace. Fantastic. That's been very helpful to me uh, personally listening to that. Um, I'm going to look at it in a different way and, and try that and uh, report how I get on. So we've got a couple of minutes before we go into commercial break. But I just wanted to um, ask you, because I read on one of your blogs about seven points that you had for sort of being productive with your oh, yeah. your social media relationship marketing work and I, I just thought you might want to share those and maybe we can talk about them after the break yeah exactly well it's on my website and uh, if you go to um, terrybrock.com uh, the, the post is called seven steps for time management in this crazy social media world Chris a lot of times I'm hearing from my clients and when I'm speaking doing conferences people are saying Terry okay I get it we need to do something with social media but I don't have time I'm running at 36 hours a day right now just doing my job and now you're telling me I need to spend time doing this too I say well here's what you can do and I've got these seven points so let me go through at least a few of these right here. And say, number one, establish who you are and uh, what it is that you want to do. What is it you want to try to do? Now, that means we're stepping back. We're doing it from a, a Peter Drucker point of view. I love Peter Drucker and considered him one of my buddies, even though I never met him. Just by reading his books, I learned so much about management. And he says the biggest part is to define what the problem is. And so what we have to do is we have to decide, what is it that I want to do in my job? Forget social media for a moment. Just look at what it is you want to do. Then once you've done that, number two is you want to develop a strategy for your business and your business plan. So in other words, how am I going to reach people? Well, today, the strategy and the tools is social media. Just like if we were uh, in business, say, back in the 50s or the 60s, we would probably use some form of television, radio, newspaper, flyers, billboards, something like that. Those still work today, but they're nowhere near as cost-effective 
or as business generating effective as social media. And then uh, number three, really get good at first and then expand. Get good at social media. Get really proficient. And working with the tools is going to be very, very important. Fantastic. Let me start uh, Number there. four. Well, let me start there, Terry. The I'm no, sorry, go ahead. We're going to go to commercial break now, and then we'll yes. continue with these after the break. And, and, and do come back because uh, Terry's going to share um, during this some, uh, some really good tools that we should all be looking at and using, that, some of them even free on the Internet. Uh, so we shall be back very shortly after the commercial break. You bet. Thank you, Terry. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. What does a visual workplace mean to you? How does it contribute to operational excellence? And what steps do you take to put it powerfully in place? Listen to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense to find out. Each week, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, shares tools and strategies to help you make the workplace speak at a glance without saying a word. Learn to work safer, faster, better, and at far less cost no matter what business you're in. Tune in to The Visual Workplace every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper with Terry Brock. And before the break, Terry was sharing with us um, some st- key steps that we should think about when it comes to relationship marketing and, and doing it productively and I think he was talking about getting really good uh, in one first and then expanding I think was the last thing that he said so maybe we want to expand a little bit on that and just talk about the key platforms that we need to be get good at and probably you know where should the starting point be Terry? Yeah that's going to depend on the industry and where you are for some you might want to just get started on Twitter so you're gradually building there. You're uh, getting a ch- uh, f- uh, the ability to follow a lot of people and letting them follow you. And the way you'll do that is you send out tweets, those 140 characters or less of information, and make sure it's packed with a lot of value. It would be good to take a small course on it. You can do those online. There's a lot of those available, or a, a local college uh, might have something, a university might, or even better, this is why God invented high school kids. So secondary kids, I think you would call them. So you get those folks to come in and they can show you what's going on, how to do it, and uh, start building from there. If, on the other hand, you're in a very visual media, like for instance, let's suppose you had a, a bridal shop. Pictures and video are going to be very important. YouTube would be where you want to position a lot there. That's important. And also a new uh, style, if you're in the bridal industry, Pinterest. 
it would be very important. Like P-interest, but it's pronounced Pinterest, is a uh, site, Pinterest.com, that is growing by leaps and bounds over in just the last few months. It tends to be largely about 85% women. But that's a good place to be if that is your target market, and you're going to be there getting to know folks. So I think those are going to be important. And then use the right uh, tools to streamline what you're doing. For instance, in working with social media, a great tool is Hootsuite, H-O-O-T. S-U-I-T-E. It gives you the ability to monitor what's happening with your social media presence, with Twitter, with Facebook, with LinkedIn, and in their paid version, which is, I think, $6 uh, a month, you can do a lot. And with the current exchange rate, that's probably like only a, a couple of P, you know, for you. <laughs> a day, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's about, probably about four pounds, I would think. Yeah, it'd be very easy. So those give you the ability to monitor that and uh, follow what's going along there. Another good tool is called Tweet Chat. I love Tweet Chat. It gives you the ability to follow what's called a hashtag. The hashtag, you know, I use the hash sign. We call it the pound sign here in the States. Mm -hmm. You call it the hash sign. If you have a particular group, I'm, for instance, a member of the National Speakers Association, and if you use the hash sign and NSA12, that's for the National Speakers Association this year, you would be able to then see all the tweets that are related to that. People will put that in as part of their tweet they send out. Then as people comment about something that's related to the National Speakers Association, you can see all of it. That's another great way to do research. So, for instance, let's say you're calling on a bank. And this bank is a potential customer of yours. You want to see them. You want to talk with them. And if they're uh, ABC Bank, they might have a hashtag of hash ABC. Find out what it is for that particular client. And then you can see what others are saying about them, what they are saying about them, etc. Very, very important. Oh, wow. That's, um, that's, that's great to learn about. And I guess, I, I don't know if you remember the conference we were at, Terry, uh, where you were speaking. And there was an interesting thing happened because... Uh, somebody put a, a hashtag, and the hotel was probably okay to say it was Hilton. Uh, and basically, they hadn't got soaps in their rooms, and the hotel didn't have soaps in their rooms. They put hash Hilton, run out of soap. And I believe this message was picked up by somebody in the United States, because it's with England. The following day, um, somebody turned up with a basket of soaps at their door. Exactly. Exactly. They said they put a whole cruise liner together and shipped them across the ocean with soap. <laughs> So they can have some soap over there. <laughs> but you're right. You see, what happened is, and it was that I remember that very clearly. They didn't have soap, and there were a few other problems yeah. from that Coventry Hilton Hotel. So if you ever go to the Coventry Hilton Hotel, know that we had all kinds of problems. Did I mention it was the Coventry Hilton Hotel, Chris? <laughs> However, we have to say they did put them right very quickly. They finally got those there, but there was other things too. Uh, anyway, but you see what happens is today, this is a good example of social media. When we really get irritated with some company, we can let the world know very quickly through social media. And by the way, the world can let their world know when they're irritated with you and your business. And I'm saying that to our listeners out there. So just be aware, we're in a much more transparent world now. This is what social media is all about. And uh, let me cover another couple of things here. Make sure that you face reality. That's my seventh point. Go over to my website and you'll see the full list there. 
But facing reality is you can't sit back, cross your arms and go, well, I don't have time for social media, therefore it doesn't matter. Well, fine. I'm hoping that my competitors are saying that and they're not getting involved with it and they're using something other than social media. They say, well, I'll just contact them directly. That's what you're doing in social media. You're contacting them and sending them a note in the way they do. Now, yes, we still need those physical meetings, physically getting together with someone. I love the way uh, my buddy Corbin Ball says it, that you still can't share a virtual beer. You'd still gain a lot from just being there at the pub, having a few pints with your mates and getting a chance to uh, break some bread with them, have some good uh, fish and chips and mushy peas. There's nothing that takes the place of sitting down and seeing people directly. However, we can't do that with everyone because we're much more global right now, but we can use this electronic means of getting in touch with people and have a lot of fun and increase business that way. Yes, and I guess also, you know, they say... You know, people have a kind of convincer strategy and they have to see so many impressions of you before they're convinced. And through social media, there is the opportunity to keep having regular touch points with people in a number of different ways, which uh, can ultimately raise your credibility. Yes, that's right. And that's where you want to be known as a person who gives a lot of information. I would not, you do not want to go on social media and just put out, hi, I'm wonderful. We've got a sale on, on widgets at our store. Hi, we're great. Come over and get our blue widgets. They're on sale. If all you're doing is promoting yourself, people are going to get a certain impression about you that you might not want. Yeah. What you want to do is give valuable information. For instance, if you're in a clothing store and you're selling clothes, you might say the new fashion is in. And did you know that such and such pants are in style this season? Or we hear that uh, dresses of this color are really coming back in style. You want to be the resource. Now, you give them information that your target market, the people that are your wonderful customers, are looking for. And they're looking for this valuable information. And then once you've given that to them, you can put something about your store. We use a compressed URL. You can use uh, little tools like Hootsuite and others that take, uh, you know, some, you know, Chris, some of those URLs will be like this. Those of you yes. that are watching this on video, notice it's off the screen right now. It's way out there. Well, you can compress them down with a URL shortener. And that way you can say, style, you know, pants are back in style and the color of this season is blue. Make sure you get blue ones. We have, a, te we have a, a test that you can use free at our store. And then you have your little compressed hashtag, or, or not hashtag, you have your compressed URL. And then people can click on that and go to your store. They go to your website and they're able to get a lot more information that way with rich media, audio, with video. You can interact with them a whole lot more that way. So we're talking there something like Bitly, are we, with the... URL shortener? Yes, like Bitly or Owly or Tiny URL. There's many of them out there. Hootsuite uses Owly, which is very good because not only does it compress, but it also gives you the ability to track it. So you can find how many people responded to this particular tweet versus that tweet. So a marketer that's really smart can very quickly and inexpensively, key term, inexpensively, go out there and find, gee, when I talked about blue... Uh, as being the style, I got this number of tweet responses, this many people clicked through, but when I talked about red, look, this many more came through. You can track it quantitatively, and it's no longer subject to, well, my gut feeling is that we're going to do such and such. Well, your gut's nice, but I'd rather have the real numbers and find out what's going on. And, and how, I'm also interested, how, how effective some of these tools are take take something like um, like pingler.com you know when you're doing a blog pinging it out to um, other kind of 
posts and sites and whatever how effective are that and, you know how, how how much more of a coverage could it give that blog for example by doing that they can do a lot. Uh, I think the tools like that, like Pingler, Ping, Ping FM, gives you the ability to get out on a lot. It takes a little bit of work to set it up initially. So you'll spend 30 minutes to an hour or so registering, getting accounts at all the various places, and then you can send it out in a mass style. Be aware, though, that mass sounds good when I'm saying, okay, I want to take my message and send it out. Be aware, I do want to also get, be the recipient of a lot of mass mail that's coming from others. Oh, I don't know about that, is what people will say. Well, wait a minute, how do you think the people that you're sending it to feel? So here's what you've got to do. Whatever you do, if you're sending it out through Ping FM, Pingler, sites like that, make sure that everything you're sending out there is highly relevant and compelling. Don't make it about you just how wonderful you are and that you're moving or you're doing this or uh, you're standing in line to get a hamburger. We really don't care. But if you can say, I'm standing in line to get a hamburger over here and they're on 50% off today until 3 o'clock. Mm. Ooh, now that might be irrelevant to me. That might be very relevant to me. And so I want to find out what's there. But always target your people that are the buyers, the ultimate buyers. What is it that really flips their cookies? What is it that makes them happy, makes them jump up and down with glee? And that's how you want to use social media. It's really marketing. So how do you um, feel for, with blogging, for example, um, often you can, you can blog and not get any comments back. Uh, is it still good to keep putting it out there? Because I, I know a lot of people who get disillusioned with that. Oh, yeah. I would say that's a good way to find out. It would be the same as putting out a, a buying a hundred bazillion quid of television advertising, and that's an exact number there, a hundred bazillion quid that you'd spend in TV advertising, but you're not getting any response. It means, hey, something's wrong with your TV ad. you got to change it. And so maybe you're not blogging about what people really are interested in. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sorry, but that's just the reality of it. Yeah, great. We're going to go to commercial break again, and we'll be back again with you shortly. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel or listen on demand to our archived shows. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network.
You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi there. Back, uh, Chris Cooper with uh, Terry uh, and what we, Terry Brock and I were talking about in the break, and I think would be useful to really useful to share, is um, some you know, tools and gadgets and systems that really help us uh, be more you know, uh, productive when we're doing this. And we started talking about um, CRM systems, uh, and uh, certainly I've taken some advice from Terry of late that I'm starting to work with. Um, so, Terry, what, what are your views on what's out there to really help people uh, with um, with relationship management that you find particularly effective and wouldn't be without? Using a tool to stay in touch with people and remember uh, important details about them is vital. Years ago, we would use software on our computer like ACT, like Goldmine, like Sharkware. Great tools, and they did a very good job for that on the computer. But today, it's different. Now, we don't think in terms of Windows versus Mac versus something else. What we need to think of today is cloud. It needs to be cloud-based. In other words, based somewhere on the Internet. And there are a lot of tools that way. Uh, and because when you think about it, in the past, if you had all your information on your computer, you had to constantly update it. You had to get the new version. And we'd beat ourselves up going, oh, gee, I've got the old version. I'm going to have to upgrade. Or I got a virus or whatever. Or if somebody, uh, your computer crashes, then you're going, oh, gee, I should have had it backed up. Well, by using the cloud, it's always backed up. And you've always got the latest version. And it's secure because they make sure that the, it is with the best security possible. And so you're going to be able to use that in the cloud. One of the services I'm using that uh, I encourage you, and Chris, you and I during break, we were talking about uh, using uh, Oprius is one that I'm using now. It's kind of like ACT. It's very simple, and it costs, I think it's $25 a month. So it's very simple, pretty inexpensive, that most uh, even small businesses would be able to afford it. It gives you the ability to keep track of people and their email. One of the ways that it helps me most, it really sparkles, is when I'm thinking, oh, gee, I need to get in touch with uh, John Smith. And uh, when I talked to him about four months ago, but what was that email about? I go into a search on John Smith within Oprius, and Oprius then shows me all the emails that I have sent to him and he has sent to me. In addition to any notes that I've put in there, like John uh, went to Westgate High School and uh, graduated in this year. His wife is marrying. They have three kids named Billy, John, and Sally, etc. All that information can be stored in Oprius for contacts, and it ties in with your email. And it's all online, so that, that means I can access it from my main computer, from another computer, from my iPad, Whatever device I'm using, I could even use a friend's device with my account name and my password, and I would be able to get in there. Fantastic. I think what you've done there, actually, is you've, you've convinced me to go the, the, what we were probably saying in the United Kingdom, is go the full hog and actually be brave enough to transfer everything over to it. So I, yeah. I've, I've had a look at it. It looks great, but I, I felt nervous about moving my email into it, moving my calendar into it. But I think what you've just done there is... Help me understand why you know the benefit of this system when you pull everything together. 
Yeah, it'd be good. Now, here's what I would recommend from a strategic point of view. Run parallel systems initially. That's a good way to do it in the military. When they're moving over to a new technology or something, they keep the old that they are no works. It's tried and true. And you're going to have to work a little extra because you're going to do both. you got to try the new one and the old one for a short time. So keep what you've got right now. But transfer it in there, get everything working on Opris, and then start using Opris as much as possible. But use the other uh, only when you have to. Eventually, the old will go away. It, you'll shed it. It'll be gone. It'll be out of the way, and you'll embrace the new. And that's really the best way to do it. I'm now using Oprius, and I can just press a button on my iPad. Here's my I got here in my office, my little iPad, and I can put all my contacts that are on Oprius. As soon as I put them in there, I can put them right down here on this, and I've got them. I put them on my smartphone. I can also access it through my Windows. Actually, use one of those Windows thingies, you know, not the real, or I do it on my real computer, the MacBook Pro. So I can do it either way, and it works out just right. <laughs> Brilliant! I think that's just been very, very helpful. I shall be. I look forward to uh, talking more with you about that as as I I completely move across because I think it looks great. Something else I want to mention that I I took away with from from listening to you, Terry, at uh, that conference last year was Evernote. I, I love Evernote. Yes. Evernote I use extensively. Matter of fact, I'm here in my office right now. Let's say I had uh, some paper. What I do is, oh, well, here's an example. I was making some notes. You can see there's a little mind map here that I was, I was on the phone talking with someone. I did a mind map of it. What I will do is I'll take this and I scan it. I've got a little scanner. I pop it in there, hit a button, and it puts it in there in a matter of about three seconds. Now it's scanned. It's on my computer. I give it a name, I rename it, it scans it in under the date and time, and then I give it a different name, like it's a conversation with Mary Smith on such and such date. Then I print it to Evernote. And by using the print command on my Mac, it's command P, I select Evernote, and then it goes into Evernote in the cloud. And so now it's stored there with the name of Mary Smith and the date. So if I go, what was the conversation I had with Mary Smith? And I forget the date when it was. I can just type in Mary Smith within Evernote, and it'll pull up that scanned document. And, I get, and the wonderful thing with, with that uh, is, uh, and the other systems that you mentioned being in the cloud, is if you do like I did a year ago and spill water on your laptop, you don't lose everything. You can access Isn't it that again. Nice? And, and keep, yep. keep on operating with it. I used, yeah. I used Evernote. Um, had the permission of a spe of a speaker to do it, but I was at a a small evening event, and, and at that that event, I I typed up my notes on my laptop in Evernote. At the same time, I actually recorded his speech um, using the record facility on it, and I met a number of people that evening. And I just simply um, using my Mac just scanned in their business cards by taking a photograph of, of them straight into Evernote. I thought yep. it was really cool. That is an excellent way to do it because you've got their uh, their card, you've got everything related to that evening, pictures that you might take, you can put them up there as well so you can remember the people, you remember the event, who was there, and it creates a whole experience for then follow-up for marketing later to say, hey, Bob, it was great to see you at the event last Tuesday, here's a picture, some pictures of the event, and here's a note from the speaker, things like that. Fantastic. We've got, we've got a minute. I just wonder if you've got anything that you wanted to say just to you know, summarize any final messages that you want to give around relationship marketing. 
Relationship marketing is really the key. It has always been and it always will be. That's what I talk about on my website. Bounce over there and you'll see some information on that. We've got a lot of free videos and free information at terrybrock.com, at T-E-R-R-Y-B-R-O-C-K, terrybrock.com. And I would say cultivate relationships. Use all these tools. Use everything in order to help people more. That's the key. What matters is not the technology. It's not about the e-commerce. It's about the R-commerce, the relationships. And being with people is what matters most. Chris, it is great to be with you. Thank you so much. What an honor to be here. You're so welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I wish we had more time today because it's absolutely fascinating. And that's, that's terrybrock.com. Um, do, do subscribe to the Be More Achieve More uh, newsletter on uh, bemoreachievemore.com because what I do is I share um, sort of nuggets from the shows and I share what's coming up as well. And also I'll let you know how you can get access to this video with uh, Terry and I talking about this. But Terry, thank you so much. Um, I just want to also just move on and mention the show next week. I'm delighted we're also pushing the technological boundaries. We've got um, both uh, Jeff Ram and Michael Jackson, who are real great international speakers, talking about change. Now, Michael has done over a thousand um, speeches on change, um, talking right way up to heads of state. He's a he's a known as a national treasure in South Africa. So that'll be a really fabulous show as well. But thanks again, Terry. Um, wish you well and uh, we shall no doubt have you back on the show again I think after that thank you thank you Chris great to be with you likewise take care we thank you for listening to Be More Achieve More please join your host Chris Cooper again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel enjoy your week Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.